Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Hi, I'm Kim Salmon. I'd like to have a quick word about uh, public radio, particularly 3CR. The thing about public radio is that it's more open than the more formatted types of radio to what's going on around it. So when you listen to it, you're more likely to hear a reflection of real life. And 3CR being in the heart of Smith Street, Collingwood, is a particularly good example of what I'm talking about. If you'd like to uh, subscribe... The number is 94198377. You've been listening to the sand. You could never understand. For me, the discovery of the outside world dates from my acquisition of a bicycle. I spent whole days on the high roads. I rode through villages, towns and the countryside. I tasted dust. Rain poured down on me. I struggled against the wind. With my cycle, I was able to visit places I had never dreamed of. Sit up a little bit, bring that cadence down, take a breath. You're listening to the Yarrabug Radio Show. Show about bicycles, riding them, fixing them, and loving them. Many thanks to Amy Goodman and Democracy Now. Always a good insight into the goings-on in the United States of America. We've got a interesting show coming up. First, let me set it up a little bit. That quote from the top of the show was from... Um, Maurice Vlad, Vladnik, who was a farthest painter of, of the Favre school in Paris, and that quote comes from about comes from eighteen ninety seven, which I'm using as a date for this show, but it, <laughs> it'll become apparent later. Mm. Anyway, um, we're going to have a our usual mix of a little bit of news and a few events, but basically today we're going to have an in depth look at one of the cycling institutions of Melbourne, the Preston Cycling Club. And to join Faith and myself on the social this morning, we have Hugh. Good morning, Hugh. Good morning. Thanks Thanks for the invitation. Oh, it's a pleasure and good morning, Faith. Good morning, Val. We lovely morning this morning, actually. The beautiful break in the rain <laughs> that, that just allowed me to get to uh, the show. All good. It uh, was, uh, yeah, well-timed, but... Um... It was there. That's all that matters. I was um, trying to throw into that intro about the Persian lilacs are out at the moment. If anybody recognises them, they're lovely. That honey smell as you ride past them. It's quite wonderful. 
look, we're just going to throw go right into this and search for a bicycle moment. Faith, I know you want me to fill in here, so I'll just go ahead while you think of one. Look, I had to, sometimes bicycle moments come in threes, fours, or they never appear. Actually, I've had a weekend where I think I had three in one day, but I'll stick to one of them. Riding north to the approach to Edinburgh Gardens, so on that, uh, after that lovely little breather at the Fitzroy swimming pool for, um, let the legs rest a little bit while the traffic goes. Riding along up towards Edinburgh Gardens, young gentleman with, uh, I'd say about a three, three or four year old on the back and lovely dog just trotting alongside them. And um, the young fella uh, seemed to think I was Santa Claus chasing him or something, <laughs> but couldn't break eye contact. So I asked him the name of the dog and he said, Banjo. And with that, uh, I didn't catch the young bloke's name, we traded uh, Patterson quotes from Mulga Bilt <laughs> <laughs> to uh, Clancy of the Overflow to um, a cup of the G-Bung Polo Club mm. Crack Dimension too. All the way through uh, Edinburgh Gardens, all the way up onto the Capital City <laughs> Trail until we parted. A wonderful conversation. And even a touch in the, the mythology that R&M Williams boots <laughs> who never see the... The, who never sit on a horse. So it was a really interesting bike, bike moment. It was lovely, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Poor old Mulga Bill. He's had enough, I think. <laughs> Hugh, have you got something to share with us? A little, one of those little bike moments? Oh, a little bike moment just recently. I'm not as steady on my feet as I used to be. And uh, I managed to find a uh, big three-wheeler bike on the side of the road. And uh, we fixed it up down the club. And uh, we recently had a bit of an effort, a bit of a uh, thing going on at the club with the council and uh, I had to go round to a, another part and I rode the three-wheeler back and when I came back on it, there's a, everybody's there and they take a photo of it and that's all over Facebook now. So <laughs> they, know, they know I can't ride a two-wheeler anymore. That's all right. Hey, at least you haven't got training wheels. <laughs> <laughs> all you need is a bank corner now, so it's yeah. perfect for duels to stay on the ground. And uh, you see a few um, tricycles around the streets yeah, these days. It's yeah, good yeah. that they're much more available. Yeah. Like yeah. people can... Right, who, who yeah. wouldn't have been able to? They're, uh, they're pretty hard to handle. They don't corner. No, like, no. They don't no. corner. You can't lean them over like an ordinary yeah. bike. And the, the camber can <laughs> yeah. be a bit, if you get on yeah. one of those roads, it's got yeah. quite a no, they're a bit. They're, I haven't had a try on the track yet. I've kept it on the flat path. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they actually take all that camber steering out of a bicycle. Yeah. So it's it's actually the idea that once you learn a bicycle, you you know, you'd never forget but actually, you get on one of those, you need to forget how to ride a bicycle. <laughs> exactly. it's completely different. Uh, yeah. Faith, one of those little golden moments? Oh, mine was just um, riding home one day and it, I hadn't really clicked what the time of day was until I realised the Capital City Trail was full of kids riding home from school ah. and, and got stuck behind a little bunch of girls who were probably grade five, grade six, all riding home together and uh, just settling in, listening to the the schoolyard drama and the gossip and the like. It was um, it was like being you know on the tram or the bus and uh, 
listening in. <laughs> <laughs> you must have been the only one without headphones. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, let's whiz through a bit of news. There's uh, a little bit happening around town. Um, I um, just, uh, I mean, this, I uh, usually, the Walmart Street Bridge is part of my walk, as I've mentioned many times before. Good news is they've got two of the pylons up. They started the uh, mould for the third one. But it is, the more I look at it, the planning from both sides and from Heritage Victoria, it's a bit of a shamosal up there, isn't it? Yep. I'm not going to say it's indicative, but God, it's, um, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to take her name in vain. Um, <laughs> it just reinforces this inability for us to talk to each other in some ways, doesn't it? And interesting, oh, the only reason I bring it up because one of the candidates on the other on that side of the river is claiming it as a, an election promise. Where actually the money for building that part of the bridge on the north side has all come from national funds. It's all federal government funded. I rest my case. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to keep up to date with that, you know where to watch is uh, the Yarrabug webpage. Chris yep. is right on top of this every move. Yep, and also. Um People may have noticed St Kilda bike lanes are moving ahead quite quickly. Princess Bridge has now got protected bike lanes on it, so the taxis can't sit in the bike lane as easily. They're going to have to be able to jump the curb. So um, <clears throat> that's a huge uh, advance. You know, the first time a Victorian minister promised bike lanes on St Kilda Road was in 1897. Uh, that was the Minister of Board and Board of Works. So. Um, it's over 100 years we've been waiting for those. Also in the news, Critical Mass is coming up on Friday. Um, this will be a road that a ride that focuses on Sydney Road and Ooh. will leave the State Library at 5pm. There will be another meeting place at the Avenue on Royal Parade for those who don't want to go all the way into the city and back or might be riding with younger kids or might be riding a tricycle. Um and don't want to deal with the roundabout of death. Um, so you can wait at the Avenue on Royal Parade and jump on as the ride comes past. It'll go up Sydney Road and then finish at War Park where there's a lot of speakers, including representatives from several political parties. I think they've all been invited, yeah. um, but only some will be there. So uh, it's going to be beautiful weather. It's a, a good day to... Uh, make known you'd like to go shopping on Sydney Road yeah. safely. Um, and interesting, just look for all the um, – I've spoken to a couple of people who were shocked and horrified that when they got to the State Library, everybody had left. It was <laughs> – Because in the olden <laughs> yes. days, everybody would meet there, but it was a bit before everybody would move on. So the idea is get there on time. Yes, yes. <laughs> so after all that sort of uh, moving along, we're going to be back with uh, Hugh and talk about uh, Preston just after this. Yarrabug would like to thank our sponsor, Vacro's Second Chance Cycles, for their financial support. Second Chance Cycles is a fantastic community workshop that recycles bikes, trains people in bike mechanics, and sells bikes to the local community. If you have a healthcare card, they'll give you a bike free of charge. To find out more, search for Vacro online or drop into the underground car park. 
Harmsworth Street, Collingwood, any Tuesday or Thursday. And you're back listening to the Yarrabug Radio Show. Our guest today is Hugh Schultz of uh, the Preston Cycling Club, life member and uh, long-time ex-president and uh, has been many other roles at the club. So Preston Cycling Club has something to celebrate, Hugh. Yes, we're uh, 100 year old this year. So uh, we've got a party on on Saturday night past and present riders. I think there's 70 something people coming. A lot of them are coming from down the country back, you know, the older riders have moved away and gone bush. Uh, So I've been tracking them down and uh, making sure that they uh, get on the list. And maybe uh, tell us how your involvement with the club started. Uh, Well, I came down from the country in 1950, 15 year old, and uh, I'd been racing in Beechworth and the club had turned professional. So I wound up in Melbourne as a professional 15 year old, uh, which was a bit difficult. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You had to race with the men. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, anyway, that's that's how I started uh, with the Preston Heidelberg Pros. And uh, and then came back when I had a son ready to race when he was 15 in about 1975. And I've been with them ever since. It's a long, long, I became president in uh, uh, about, um, well, I had six years as president of the amateurs before the amalgamation of the amateurs and the pros. And then uh, 24 years president of the Combined club. Okay. It's a long, been a long stretch. It has. Hugh, do you remember that first year? Can you remember some of the um, gentlemen, I presume they were all men, running the club in those days? Yes, yeah. Uh, my memory's not that good anymore, but uh, I can remember. Uh, I'm trying to trying to put together the name of the president at the time, and I can't, can't remember. I can remember the riders. I can't. Uh, yeah, Ken Cross was the president of the bike club. Yeah. I don't remember who the secretary was or the treasurer was, but Ken Cross was the... And the some pres- of those would be from the beginning, wouldn't they? Oh, very much so, yeah, yeah. very much so. Uh, Jack Cooper, he was Australian champion. He rode with the club and uh, many others. How much were those cycling clubs... Um, you're 15, you've come to Melbourne. Yeah. It's a big social network straight off the bat, isn't it? Yes. Uh, I met my best man. <laughs> <laughs> met my best man uh, and uh, he passed away just recently, but uh, oh, a few years ago now, but uh, he was a member, you know, a friend for life. Yeah. And uh, a lot of the other... People that have been with me on the committee over the years uh, are still good friends now, you know, yeah. 20, 30, 40, 50 years later. And how um, how's the role clubs had in the community and how's the club itself changed over the years? Uh, well, there aren't as many bike riders around now. As, no. There's plenty of bike riders on the road, but they're not all racing cyclists. Yeah. Uh, the numbers are 
from when uh, I was racing in North Essendon, you know, as a really young kid, and uh, there were no races for juniors or anything because there wasn't enough room on the program. Uh, and you got one ride, one ride in a handicap race. Unless you were an ace, then you got a ride in a in an A-grade scratch race. Well, I was no ace at 15, <laughs> I can tell you. So you uh, you went out to a, a meet like that and you got one ride. No. Uh, when you raced up the country, uh, if you were you know just an ordinary bike rider, which I was, uh, you got three handicap races, but uh, so it was a huge sport. It was a huge sport. Yeah. There were num- numbers were massive, yeah, were massive because yeah. nobody had motor cars. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not many anyway. Yeah, so uh, that's that's changed completely. Now you go to a bike race. Every bike rider gets probably four rides. Yeah, right? and uh, in those days at North Essendon, if you didn't win your heat. And then you were finished. Yeah. Because to get to a final, you had to go through, you know, semis uh, and finals to get get into the into the final race. Well, yeah. it was tough going. <laughs> <laughs> and another um, more modern feature at uh, Preston has been the Golden Oldies. Yes, they were. They uh, Jack Cooper started those. Jack Cooper and Jackie Sims. Started that off in well, very early days. I don't know when, but they had 75 people, members there one time, which was probably bigger than the racing club. So that was, was it three mornings a week? Yes, three mornings a week. Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays? Fridays. Yeah, that's right. And I think uh, I qualified years ago. It had to be over 50? Um, um, I think I think as long as you... Uh, you had insurance through being a, an elderly sit. I think you were. <laughs> I think that was a criterion because because there was no, uh, you know, there was no insurance for them okay. except for the the council because it is our track is a public park. Yeah. So uh, if anything happens on there, the council are somewhat responsible. And they could bring any bike and have two hours sociable. That's what they did. Yes, riding. yes, yeah. yeah. On yeah. Any, on any bike they could. Most of them had. Most of them then in those days were old bike riders. Yeah. So they had road bikes. Some of them had track bikes. Yeah. And uh, uh, some of them just rode, you know, uh, mountain bikes that came along later. But. Uh, and it was a, a very safe and sociable. It was, yeah, very safe. Way. I used very, to pop up there a bit yeah. pre-COVID and have a chat sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, there, um, Hugh, just to go back, I'm just trying to um, set that scene. Sorry, when you say came down in yeah. 1951 or 50, as you said, how many other clubs were around you in those days? So there, there was a massive lot. Oh, they were, they were club every, well, just about every suburb had a bike track and a club. Yeah. There was a massive number of clubs. When you were talking about um, the difference between the amateurs and the pros, yeah. what difference did that make in those days? Only that you could win money if you were a pro, and uh, it was just they were just two different groups. Yeah, and it you was. had to stay squeaky clean if you were an amateur. Yes, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Tell yeah. us any big names coming out of the Preston uh, Cycling Club in those days? Oh, well, uh, 
Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I right, mean, there were well, such big things on the weekend, club rides. Club rides, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. In every were, part of yeah, Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there were some... Uh, some good racing went on, you know. We won won some good uh, handicap races at Northes and different riders, but uh, probably the most later on in the getting into the sixties and seventies. Of course, we had the Santonetti family, who uh, two of them rode the Olympics yeah. and uh, Commonwealth Games, etc. Yep. And uh, they were they were something else. And. Um so you've got the 100-year the party is planned for this coming weekend. Yes. If there's someone who hasn't been keeping up with things and uh, would like to get along, is it too late? Well, uh, RSVP was Saturday, but uh, if somebody can get onto uh, the web, onto uh, email and email the club, which should be uh, info at PrestonCycleClub.com, they just might manage might, to might, might get a manage to pay at the pay at the, <laughs> at the door. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you'll be turning away anybody. Will you? I, don't, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think so. No, no. Um, we've got. I think we've got something like in the seventies. Yeah. coming. So. Uh, and um, you were also talking about some collaboration with Darabin Council that's yes. coming up over the summer. Yes, Darabin Council have uh, stepped up as far as we're concerned. There's uh, some new brooms there that are looking very uh, interesting and uh, congenial for us to work with. Uh, we've had a few meetings with them and uh, they've uh, they've promised to do some work around the track and that's started already. They've cleaned up a bit things for us, edges and things like that on the track. Uh, they've still got to fix the swamp in the back straight where we, where the <laughs> ducks come in, but uh, that's a, that's another question. But uh, we've been having some events with them, and uh, in uh, I think it's twenty first of January, they've organised uh, a day where anybody who's interested in having a ride on the track on their own bikes with their own helmets. Uh, can come across, come along on the Saturday morning on the 21st, 8.30 in the morning and uh, we'll set them up on the track. There's big you know, qualified coaches there to tell them what to do. They can ride their own bikes yep. and uh, just get an idea of what we're all about. Hopefully that might regenerate the Golden Oldies uh, situation. <laughs> <laughs> it's beginning to sound like there's a lost generation in between the two, which is part of which, yeah. which, which I think it happens in a lot of things. Well, yeah. you know, COVID, and, you know that that didn't help us. Yeah, uh, you know, before COVID, we had uh, riders that were under 17s. I think yeah, under 17s they were there. were going to the national titles. Yeah, yeah. And it didn't happen. You yeah. Know? yeah, and uh, you know, two out of group of seven from a small club like us was That's pretty big. good going. Yeah. yeah. And um, the because junior clinic's another thing that you, yeah. Preston's been doing really well. Yes, we we kicked that off about just, uh, 2008, I think, and uh, it grew very, very quickly, but then COVID knocked that on the head a little bit. Yeah. And uh, it's starting to grow again now. We're... we're uh, we're looking like we're going to have riders 
you know, good little riders yep. in another year. We've got a few good kids now, but yep. they're not old enough to ride the, the big stuff. Yeah. Yep. But uh, we're looking good. We're looking good for, you know, a small club. So if someone's listening and um, would like their kid to get involved. All they've got to do is come along. We, we provide the bikes, yep. track bikes for them and teach them to ride a fixed wheel bike. Uh, they can come along at uh, 9.30 any Saturday morning into the track. We're at the corner of Cuthbert and Fordham Streets in Reservoir. Uh, it's a nice, safe track. Yep, nice and flat. And, well, not too flat. Well, it's, <laughs> <laughs> compared, compared, it's not Coburg. It's not Coburg, yeah. It's not Coburg or, uh, or any of those, but it's, uh, it's a good, safe track and uh, we've got some good people there to teach them. I'm there every Saturday morning setting, setting the bikes up so, for them. Uh, you've done every job at that club. Just about, you? just about. Just Putting about. out the, the cones to everything <laughs> yeah. else. It's, yeah. a, it's an important part of um, cycling, actually, uh, education and training. It is, it uh, is. Especially bike handling skills, yeah. all those sort of things yeah. come into it. Yeah. On the, the track is the best place to learn to handle a bike. Yeah, uh, a fixed wheel bike where you you're in control of the speed. It's stopping everything. You got no brakes, no gears. You uh, you control everything yourself. Yeah, and uh, you know the rules are pretty steep as far as uh, what you can do and what you can't do. But they're all for safety. Yeah, and those programs they what they are the grassroots of yes. cycling in yeah. Australia. Yeah. You know, you know, and. Uh, during COVID, we weren't, we, you know, th- things were tight and uh, everybody was tight for money and so forth. So we dropped, we used to charge five bucks a week. Uh, now we, we've just started to charge again for a dollar, you know, a gold, gold coin donation. There we go. And yeah. uh, that's per family. Mm. <laughs> now, Hugh, you showed us a um, wonderful book celebrating the 100 years yeah. of the century of cycling Preston Cycling Club 1922 to 2022 yeah and just look I had a brief flick through it some great photos in there I'm holding one up to the microphone as we I speak I think uh, um been garnered to put together from Ray Bowles collection of yeah a lot of the photographs are Ray Bowles and uh, Leon ah. Leon Sims a past member authored uh, Thing and and produced the whole they produced the whole thing between them, uh-huh. and uh, I think they sold um, uh, well they sold two hundred t- uh, copies very quickly and had to get another print done and I think they've all gone too. Oh, all right, so it's um, it's if anyone's interested again they'd probably just have to drop you an email and see whether yeah I don't know whether there's any any yeah. left I know the club might have a couple of spares but uh, mm. there won't be many left around. around. Uh. No, it's a lovely piece of little piece of uh, history of uh, yeah. parts of Melbourne. It's very well done. I've got to, you've got honour boards here. I've got to ask you this, Hugh. You've got honour boards in the club? Yes, we have. Apart from being president, you want any of them? It's on uh, the as, as vice president. <laughs> <It's> on the <laughs> <pavilion>. <laughs> I was vice president for about uh, six or eight years at the, when the amalgamation took place. Yeah. Uh, and my name's over the door. Over the, so it's a huge old pavilion. <laughs> so no underage champion. I can tell you a funny story about that if you've got, got yes, the minute. We've got a minute. When, <laughs> when the, the local mayor... Uh, Preston opened the track when it was resealed 
he said the track was going to be attacked didn't have a name was going to be named in my name but he forgot to tell everybody that you've got to be dead two years or or part or part Aboriginal for that to happen. That's a council rule, and I, and I believe it's right. But uh, I've spilled the beans now because the club just went and put it up themselves on the fifth of fifth of February this year. That might be a blessing for your long life. I think. <laughs> Rumours of my death have been greatly exaggerated. <laughs> Well, thank you very much for coming in, Hugh. Uh, no, Trevor, my pleasure. And um, we'll, when we put the podcast up, we'll make sure we include a link uh, to the club and the email address for anyone who um, is a late attendee for the uh, celebrations next mm. weekend. Yeah. Mm. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Uh, all power to the Preston Cycling yes. Club. Yes. Another 100 years just kick it off and start again. <laughs> yeah, so I've, anyway. I've got a hundred-year membership with uh, uh, life life membership with Australian Cycling. Believe it or not, I don't think I'm going to be able to use it all. Uh, <laughs> make a bit, make a big dent in it, though. If you will. Uh, and that's all we have time for today. Um, Coming up next is, is um, Shebop and what a oh god, sorry. Um, Coming up as Shebop, I'm sorry, I've just um, lost a spot. I've lost a spot a little bit, but uh, never fear. Um, don't forget Critical Mass, and we'll, Chris will be here next week, and we'll be here the week afterwards. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.